and welcome. Good day to you, valued listener. Welcome to CCM in 3D. I'm Dan. I'm Derek. And I'm still Dave. Yay! And uh, if you're new, welcome. Thanks for joining us in this podcast about classic contemporary Christian music between 1985 and 1995. Amazing years. Our favorite era. Yeah, mm-hmm. our favorite era. And we love to talk about that. I, As a fan, I'm just a big fan. And today, we get a special treat. We've got debate night. Debate night. Debate night. Or debate day, depending on when you're listening to it. (laughs) Yeah, depending on when you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) So we thought, hey, you know, we've been talking about things like what happened to today's music or why isn't it so good as in the past? And that comes up a lot. So uh, we're part of these 80s forums on Facebook or we like to follow them or 90s forums or CCM Classic and... I could probably name 15 of them. Yeah, that's true. There's yes. a bunch. <laughs> yeah, there are. And then all the fan pages for the individual artists. Right. Yes, yes. So. And every now and then this question pops up, why isn't the, today's music as good as the past? Right. And yep. so for me, i rather have a l- longer forum to discuss it versus right. just try to throw out three or four sentences and then somebody else throws out three or four sentences. I don't know. It just didn't feel like it was the right spot to do that. Yeah. So we're going to use our bully pulpit here to kind of cudgel people with what we think yes and then, our bully pulpit yeah, there it is nice. dave's, dave's got it it's very, that sounds very metal yep it's a metal bully pulpit but <laughs> nonetheless uh, and then speaking of so we did take our budget mm-hmm. uh, our audio budget right. so you've probably noticed over the last several podcasts our sound has been getting better Right. We don't yep. sound like a tin can anymore like we did several podcasts Well, that's because we all had vocal surgery. Really? <laughs> we had the nicest mics ever, right. but we all needed surgery because that's really, we sounded bad. Right. So the huge echo, I <laughs> yeah. had that removed from my throat. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I did too. Yeah, see? That's where we <laughs> used our budget is on vocal surgery. <laughs> so... And so now yes. we have little cords running everywhere in we, front of us. We have yes. a mess. What did you call it earlier? Electronic spaghetti. Electronic spaghetti. That's yes. what it looks like. Running it in is. front of us. So um, I'm excited. I got. I actually have actual headphones on. And you're on Axis. I am on Axis. Yes. So that that <laughs> that always works when you're on. We are Axis. very technical right now. We yes. are. I feel very I, technical. I was coughing on Axis earlier. <laughs> Ooh, it, and it was it. It sounded brilliant. <laughs> Expect that in a blooper no reel echo? later. Right. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> So anyway, so sorry. Back to the subject of debate. Hand. Debate night. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. So I mean, it's kind of a debate, but you know, we just want to talk about some things that we've all had on our minds, I right. suppose. And so to set the stage for discussion, I know this can be a touchy subject, maybe for some. I don't think we'll walk away from this podcast having changed all sorts of minds and things like that. But um, again, just why is today's music suck, or where did all the music go? Um, so here's my personal philosophy on responding on these posts. Okay. I just don't. <laughs> because, okay. Because in my opinion, that is not a good forum for quote-unquote discussion. And I don't have the time to devote to that much discussion. So yeah. it's something I always tell my wife, like if she want, if she's tempted to get into a discussion on Facebook, I just say, do you have the, le- the amount of time that it's inevitably going to take mm-hmm. to respond to everybody? And it might not even be something heated. It's just yeah. something that you got to flesh out. So do you have the time? And I almost 99% never have that time. Yeah. Right. I just don't have yeah. that time. And unfortunately, on some of these, you know, when people bring this up on these on these Facebook groups, it does get a little bit of heat. Right. You know, heated and people get upset. And, you know, I, I, I don't take part because I'd rather be for things and say why well, I'm against something, you know. So I don't want to jump in and start trashing mm. the older stuff or the newer stuff. So you're going to leave you that know, to me, right? I'm going to leave that to you, Derek. <laughs> okay, great. The, so the battle lines are drawn now. So okay, uh, we got it. We're, we know where we're going. Yeah, so. I was going to say. So we are kind of. I guess we could kind of be a little bit in the camp, so to speak. Like Derek, you kind of admitted that. Yeah, you're more in the previous or past music group camp. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, I think there's some still some pretty good stuff out there. And Dave. Middle-ish. I've got a foot in each camp. Mm. Okay, perfect. I might lean if you if you made me answer, I would say probably prefer the older stuff. Okay, yeah. but not like way back. Yeah, you, you know? don't seem really hardcore in either camp. No, so, no. from all the years I've known you, I'm going to take the political stance. There you go. Can we define terms before we move into our discussion? Yes, because and, and I want to pause for just a second if you don't mind. Yeah. So the uh, if you ever watch things like ESPN and all this kind of stuff, they always have these you know 
people on both sides, you know, two sides, and mm -hmm. they talk about it, and they mm -hmm. debate it, and stuff like that. And I think sometimes they do that, and they're like, "Hey, you you take one side, and you take another, right?" So it causes good television, right? Right. So we're, I guess, not exactly like that, but we're a little bit like that. I mean, we just want to make for an interesting discussion and kind of present right. both sides. But yeah, them definitely have some love the old stuff uh, mentality, but I also I'm like, yeah, so let's think some good stuff out there. But I. All right, now, so on to the terms. Okay. Thank you. So. I agree with you. Uh, okay. So I, I was thinking. <laughs> if, I agree with you really quick. All right. Really quick. <laughs> so by my, de in defining terms, this might help me frame my uh, problems with today's music a little better. So when I think CCM. I think of the classic era from basically, I mean, you could go back further than 85. You mm -hmm. could certainly go back to when did, when did Jesus music become CCM? I don't know. There's right. no, you know, historical, yeah. um, historical changes are messy and the historians write the history afterward. So, you know, the bands didn't go to sleep on a Tuesday and, think, oh, I sure am glad I'm in a Jesus music group and wake up on Wednesday and think, you know, I'm not in a Jesus music yeah. group anymore. I'm in a CCM group, you know, yeah, so right. it's never flipping a switch. You know, maybe you go back to Never Say Die by Petra or some Daniel Band album yeah. or Resurrection yeah. Band, something like Early that. Early 80s. Early 80s, yeah. 80, yeah. 81, 82, somewhere right. around in there. So, um, and then it ends for me roughly... Um, so, uh, Jesus Freak. What's the album after that? Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're right up against the 2000s. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that's to me where things kind of moved very clearly in, for lack of a better term, a praise and worship direction. Yes. So now, can you dig deeper and find CCM that's not trying to sound like that praise and worship. Of course you can. Mm -hmm. And I think you're going to make that point. Right. So, um, but for me, like, um, there's a famous music educator out there on um, on YouTube named Adam Neely. And he did a video. It's a long video. It's like almost 30 minutes long. Why I hate CCM. Mm -hmm. And the, the people that he listened to were like Elevation Worship, um, Hillsong, uh, it's three or four different, very much praise and worship groups. Right. And I thought, boy, if I could have sent him a mixtape of PFR mm -hmm. and Margaret Becker and Susan Ashton right. and yep. Rich Mullins and Stephen Curtis and all of our favorites, Russ Taff, I would think he would say, well, if this is what CCM is, then I prefer that over what I was hearing. Yes. So... In it, to make a long story short, I wanted to find CCM as something that died around the 2000s, and that's oh. a point of debate. Okay. So yeah. at Ooh. least, okay, so let me, I'll, oh. I'll add one thing to that. Yes. Okay. It died as a major, in the conscience of most Christian music listeners. Again, can you go find it if you go search for it? Yeah. Yes. But will you find it on K-Love, Way FM, or The House? Debatable. Debatable. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that might be the point of debate right yeah. there. Right. Ooh, so. Sorry, Dave. I'm going to jump in one more time. Go ahead. So uh, it made me think, too, we didn't really discuss what oh, no. we were discuss nope. before we got on here. No. So we're just Dan hearing... was adamant we were not discussing. <laughs> yeah. We're just rolling. <laughs> yeah, we're just rolling. And so I didn't know that you were going to throw that question out there. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, great question. That mm -hmm. is. Um, also, I just want to clarify, I am not a theologian. I'm not a philosopher. I'm not all those kind of things, right? So uh, I'm just a average Joe listener and want to at least articulate in some way this part of it. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But yes, there are probably be some things that oh, that's neat. Theologically, something or other. Well, it may be. I'm, yeah. I'm not 100% up to that. that. That'll leave to Derek. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it to Derek. Yeah. Okay. The only so, thing I would say to, to your timeline, Derek, okay. I would give it a few more years. Okay. Because I feel like it was more around 2004, 2005 where you started to see it shift, you know, away from, you know, you turn on the Christian radio station, you've got pop rock playing, and now you've got more praise and worship songs we sing in church 
type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael's big album came out, what, 2004 is 2003 his mm-hmm. praise and worship album his first mm-hmm. one. Oh, okay yep. okay and so i think that so maybe that was off. A, yeah a pivot point right okay because we had a station in town that we all did you work at light 99 yep yep i did too that's right yep well we were playing you know the avalons and the point, point of, of grace, grace and yep. you know who else was big at the time uh steven yep, and yep, yep. you know and michael and, it, and michael michael never but then away. at some point it started to shift and mm-hmm. i think that's i would add just a couple of years on the okay 2000. i'll grant that yeah. I, that's okay. good yeah i'll grant that mm-hmm. yeah i i agree and i can almost see it coming i actually don't remember who i told but you know as soon as like petra came out with their petra praise and yeah. newsboys came out with adoration and all these artists digited individual praise and worship albums and they took off right you know yep. and then it was like Okay, well, if this is what people want to hear or listen to, right, then let's make more of this. And right. then it just became, yeah, I could see eventually there's just gonna be a whole wing of this, right. And then there's gonna be a whole wing of something else. Yep, and I think right. we're in kind of in that something else zone, right. right now, but so. the 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 something else, yes, is is non-existent on the public airwaves. I think you are very. Close to true, yes. Um, if not true, <laughs> and I, prior to a couple of years ago, I was very not familiar with any of the three big stations: Way, K Love, or the House. Yeah, that's all my boys want to listen to when I drive them to tennis lessons. Mm-hmm. So I'm now real current on what's out there. Yeah. yeah, for better or for worse, and I'll I'll save that for the discussion. But I can't the stuff that feels ccm-ish to me i have to go find it yes it's not right. on the public airwaves yeah. yes yeah so and my theory on that is and we've kind of come full circle because are we debating yet or because i don't know i'm not so but this is not a debate it's a shooting the breeze episode that's right but the era we love there weren't a lot of christian radio stations so we kind of had to go dive or if our friends listen that's how we knew Hey, you know, there's a there's a new Petra album coming out. Right. There's Stripers coming out. And I think that now it's like you point out, Derek, it's kind of shifted that way again. If we want to find what is really good, what we like, what we consider to be good CCM, you know, we have to go find it. And right. I think a lot of that is now that almost all of the Christian radio stations are owned by K-Love or Way FM. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the house gonna, is the only one that's independent of that, is that, that I yes, know of. Yes. yes, and that's just in. You and I'm know, sure there's other little. It's a little, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, mom and pop yeah. radio yeah. stations. Yeah. There's you know there's some good ones. I know there's a really good one in Tulsa. Yeah, but the one even the house isn't that big because right. it's just through Oklahoma and you know we get it here in Wichita. Right. But so you've got these these two huge mammoth companies. Nothing wrong with K Love. Nothing right. wrong with Air One. But they're choosing uh, uh, speakers. So. <laughs> okay, so, but on. they're choosing. If you're, if I'm going to go after anybody here, it's going to be those two. But go <laughs> All ahead. Right. I digress. But they're choosing what gets played on the radio. They are. Therefore, the artists have to go and make music that they're going to put on the radio because that's how the artists sell albums and make money and go on tour and sell concerts. When it's not COVID. Yeah, when it's not <laughs> yeah. COVID. And so to me, that's why it's there's nothing that really stands out. It all kind of sounds the same. There's a, like a, almost a set formula now. Right. In this day and age. Okay. I'll, okay. So can I jump in there? No, 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 no. Okay. Go no, ahead. No, go you ahead. Go ahead. So I was, I'll see the floor. So we, we were talking about def- definitions. And one thing I had written down here, okay. or written, written, hello, written, <laughs> it was define the Christian album. Okay. It was, I thought, you know, Amy's Heart Emotion. Is it a Christian album? Joshua Tree. Only two directly reference spiritual songs on that album right you know ask me and hope said hi really right, right. you know charlie peacock's love life which we just did oh i know, would really say that only is... two songs that directly say right you know like in the light and when i stand with you lord what right. about kiss me like a woman is it right. on the yeah. list <laughs> um, yeah but it is on the list it is yeah, it yeah. Is. but yeah like i said i mean if but if you weren't if you didn't know that you would just think oh it's a you know kiss me like a woman song right, right. It, I mean, not that it's saying that it doesn't sound different than what you'd hear, because it definitely sounds different, but um, it doesn't directly reference X. Right. Or not X, God, or whatever right. it is, or mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, anyway, so that's one. And uh, and where were we going? Now I've lost it. Definitions. Um, oh, we, yes, definitions. And also that stuff started sounding maybe a little the same because of getting played on the radio. I contend that that was still true back then, because I think of Kim Hill's Braveheart. Sure. And I go, 
amazing yeah. album. Yeah. And then two albums later, it sounds like this stuff. I mean, love Kim Hill. Love Kim Hill to death, and I love all that. But it just sounds like, oh, it didn't. It, why did it not stay there? It drifted to something else, yeah. in my opinion. Right, hmm. right. I, I don't know what clearly, I mean, clearly, as we said on another episode, there was a Brown Bannister effect. Yeah. There, that right. Oh, yeah. Probably she stopped working with Brown mm-hmm. and those, that core set of musicians, Jerry McPherson, Chris McHugh, Tommy Sims, um, they brought a lot to the table, too. So maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, here was my question. Yes. So if, if you, if, if I say just in a purely abstract question, um, if I wanted to listen to current, current CCM, would I be able to listen to it on K-Love? We'll just use the biggie. They're the biggie, right? Right. So if I wanted to listen, to, and what I mean by that yeah. is we've made this kind of distinction between kind of the worship, everything sounds worshipy or very influenced by the worship albums, and then we have to dig for the CCM. Have we made that distinction? Is that kind of a I would distinction agree. we made? Yeah, because yeah. I said we said we couldn't. We had we'd have trouble finding it. But even the the pop releases, and I won't name any artists, but there are some artists that when they started were very diverse, very more creative, in my opinion. Okay. And now they're surviving on Christian radio, and all and they've had to they've toned it down, and even the pop songs to me sound the same, not just the worship songs. Okay, mm-hmm. so. If so, I mentioned this guy Adam Neely on YouTube. So if we wanted to, if we were the only commenter on his YouTube, it's got thousands of comments, and most of them are. Have you heard PFR? Have you heard Charlie Peacock? Oh, yeah. Have you heard? I mean, so yeah. people are trying to tell him. Yeah. Look, if you listen to that, you're not really hearing CCM, and that's my point. Yes, that's my point. Is that when I tell my kids, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've put on one of the albums that we're getting ready to review, and I'm just listening to refresh my mind. What is that? Right. Hmm. That's CCM? How is that CCM? Wow. Because it doesn't sound like right. Hillsong, Elevation Worship, yep. whatever those, mm-hmm. and everything that kind of lives in that environment that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. It, the, the guitars are playing riffs, not third-rate knockoffs of The Edge. Right. You know, it's... Yep. it's um. The that's a good analogy, by the way. Yeah, okay. that's what and a lot of it sounds like. Yes, it is. Yeah, we're still we're still trying to be the U two. Yeah, in so many cases, with a lot of whoa choruses added. <laughs> yeah. Every song. Could you do that on Access next whoa. time? <laughs> Please don't do that on Access. Okay. <laughs> no, I did not do that on Access. But and so so a great example of this. I'm driving my 13 year old to her dance class, and I was playing in the car out of the Grace First album. Oh, good stuff. And so we came to the dance. Yes. And I walked into the room. There he was. It was the first time I saw him, and I told him, turn your TV off while you're doing your homework. Mm-hmm. And so the dance began. And my daughter said, what is what is this? And I said, oh, I'm listening for, for our podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. This is CCM? Mm-hmm. Because... Find me a song that talks about walking up to your future husband and scolding him for doing his homework. Turn the TV off. Yeah. You can't find those kind of lyrics now. That is true. It's very true. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that's that's my prop that is one of my biggest problems with today. Oh, is- also, I actually sent somebody a song, Whatever Happened to Sin. Right. Yes. <laughs> Steve Taylor. I'm like, you could never play that now. No. no. <laughs> so no. we've lost the ability to call people out. I mean, could yes. could we, my wife and I were listening to Asleep in the Light by Steve Green. Or oh, Keith Green. Yeah, the, yeah. the late Another Steve Green. Yeah. The late <laughs> Keith Green. Yeah. Right. And so, could you play Asleep in the Light no. now? No. 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 And so, and that was even pre-CCM. That was Jesus music. Yep. And really good Jesus yeah, really music, good. dude. So, by the way, just to pause real quick. This is our first time doing this with, like, headphones on. Yeah. So, no, I can't actually into the mic and go, no, no. <laughs> In a world, I hear myself to it. <laughs> Sorry, I throw that out there. It's exciting. But I think I think what we did, and this is one of my main critiques of CCM, and maybe this is a good jumping off place, is my generation, um, I was born in 67, so I came of age musically. I remember sitting there the first day MTV came on. 
Yeah. I mean, literally was there watching the first day MTV came on in 1981. Mm-hmm. So I came of age with Ario Speedwagon and Billy Squire and Journey and Sticks right. and all, all that stuff and Petra yep. and Daniel Band yep. mm-hmm. and Jerusalem and all those ba- kind of early and Res Band, yeah. Resurrection Band. So, um, so I came of age of all that, with all that. Keggy, Keggy was huge for me too, and so um, I heard all that, and I and I internalized it. And I remember even saying at one point that to one of the music directors at our old Baptist church, "This the music in this church is dead. It needs to sound more like what I like, or I'm going to go find another church." Well, careful what you wish for, because now the music in a lot of churches sounds like what I would have liked back in the mid-'80s. Right. But I've shifted so much theologically, especially as a pastor, that now I think that that was the breaking moment, was when everything needed to maybe have a potential to be sung by a congregation in the church. Mm-hmm. That's where we kind of hit a snag, mm-hmm. I think, because we got our wish. The music yeah. sounds just like I wanted it to back in the day, and now I want nothing to do with it. I mean, you come in our church, it's it's a piano, and the congregation's singing at the top of their lungs. Right. We've, <laughs> my 1987 self would hate what I pastor now, oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. I've shifted radically since those days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the problem is, back then, if you were a CCM artist, you could have a song like Kiss Me Like a Woman, you could talk in. You could walk in and criticize your future husband for doing his homework with the TV on. You could do a song like "The Last Letter." Yes, mm-hmm. like it, "Teenage Suicide," right? Yeah. Or "Goldie's Last Day," a song about a dog dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you do that now? So I agree. I think you can, but you got to dig for it. It's not, yeah. on the radio. and it's not going to be on the radio. right. Yeah. yeah. However, really, was "Kiss Me Like a Woman" on the radio even back in our day? See, it wasn't. Did, no. We didn't play it, did we? Uh, I don't recall. I don't but remember. So. I don't recall a lot of things. <laughs> that, that's, that's true. <laughs> We've established Wait, that. I was with John and Dino. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Dan has Dan has selective brain loss. <laughs> so, so yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think some of these songs we even reference. I'm like, oh, like the uh, forgiveness from Charlie Peacock. Right. I don't remember playing that. Right. But it was a great song. Right. I remember In the Light took off, right? Mm, Even if you look at Spotify right now, you go to Charlie Peacock's site or his Spotify list, it's like In the Light's huge. Yeah. Where's the rest of that album? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. Yeah, it's it's not. And so that so that's kind of my point, I guess, too, is that I don't know that today we're a whole lot different than before in that you just have to go find really the good stuff. We weren't playing you know, even some of the great riffs from Out of the Gray from Tommy mm-hmm. and stuff that we had on the radio. Now we did our best to play some of it. Yeah, and I thought I thought we had a pretty good station to oh, do I that. Oh, I thought we had because it was right. very diverse. Yeah, yes. you know, and just good music. We yeah. just right. wanted some good music played. Rather when it, and I think you'd even commented the other day about man, we used to go from BB and CC to allies. Sure. Yeah, yeah, allies. To, right, yeah, right, right on the same station, which. I don't know there's a lot of stations doing that anymore. Right. Um, so yeah. I think what you are saying is, yeah. is a very important point. We've talked a lot about how the landscape was just barren prior to 88, 89, mm. 87, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. And then finally stations, 24-7 stations popped up. Right. Yep. So I think now we're back to the point where we had Jesus music and it got played for two hours on Sunday morning. Suddenly we got stations that play all the... CHR and the AC, and now that stuff has gone back underground, and what we've got is music that's vaguely influenced by the worship movement. Yeah, on on the big stage synopsis. On the big stage, right? On the big stage. Again, you you can go digging for all all your stuff, right? So it's not like it's totally gone, but there for that slice of time, eighty five to ninety five, kind of in that area, is when you could go to your Christian radio station and hear. BB and CC do hold up the light, and then yep. you could hear Allies do um, trust in God, and then you could hear Petra, and then you'd hear Heather and Kirsten, and then you'd hear Audio Adrenaline, and and it was very diverse. Yeah, there's no that is there is no lyrical or musical diversity today on the big stages. Right, K Love. Yeah, way. Yep. 
it's all very samey. So I, back in that time, I went to college at Baylor. Yes. And drove through Dallas. The national champion Baylor Bears? Uh, currently, yes. Yes. I uh, didn't really follow much after I left, but, you know. Uh, anyway, so, and then drove, but I drove through Dallas all the time and heard, um, oh boy, the big, somebody's going to oh, kill me. Oh, the blowtorch down K, there. Uh, the, yeah. KT, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, somebody's gonna. They have the big festival. They're screaming every at year. us right now. The name of the place. Right. Um, anyway, so. Uh, Crack Reacher staff. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and it was John. Uh, oh, John Rivers. John, John Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. yeah. And John Rivers, and they sounded amazing. Every right. time I drove yeah. through, I thought, oh, I'd love to sound like them. Yeah. But their music still pretty much sounded a lot the same at that time. Uh-huh. I mean, there was some you know ups and downs mm-hmm. here and there, but you definitely had those times when it very much sounded the same. And I, maybe we were also in a little pocket here that had a lot of diverse station around, mm-hmm. and people actually listened to it. They supported it. And in 2005, I moved out of Wichita, moved up to Kansas City. That's right. And until by, in 2005, we had three full-time Christian radio stations in Wichita. Drove up to Kansas City, uh, moved up to Kansas City, not one. Not even I'm like, one. Kansas City. Yeah, that's crazy. Not even one. There was one. Take the back. One college-ish run one that wasn't run so well, and of course, years later, it was no longer. But right. so it took like four years to even get a K Love for the first time. Oh wow! And even then, Seriously. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. No, of course it was coming. Yeah, but yeah, I would. So it's amazing how those things just. In some big cities, weren't even there. Right. Um, even right in the heart of, you know, the Midwest. Right. Um, so another uh, thing I'm gonna throw out there is, uh, I think every generation of music has good music, good musicians. Others not so much. Right. And memory, I think, would be a tricky thing. So we often remember our favorite music years later, but forget the music that is perfectly forgettable. You know, sure. So, right. like, I was just looking up, like, just 80s examples just from popular radio, right? Rock Me Amadeus. Oh, Rock Me Amadeus? Rock Me Amadeus. Amadeus. From Falco. It's like, right. can we really say that's the pinnacle of pop music? And well, you could, <laughs> but uh, you, you'd be kind of on, on an <laughs> island by yourself there. Right, <laughs> right I know, right? Uh, Martika, Toy Soldiers. Oh, man, don't go after Martika. <laughs> okay. You know, Michael Damien, Rock On, Millie Vanilli. I mean, I just wrote that whole bunch here. You know, Wild Wild West, The Escape Club. Oh. You know, all these things. I mean, somebody out had there is the going, shot I love that. that. But yeah, I had the gunshot there in the <laughs> Wild West. Yeah. Wow. And, and Raspberry Dave, Ray, the Bray 6,000 yeah, times a day. And poor Dave, who's in this <laughs> industry, has had to play these things. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. One, at least, how many times a day probably you play these well, once albums. a day, so you you know whatever yeah, that turns times, out to be, you know, three hundred sixty-five. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, you heard these songs thousands and thousands of times. Right. Yeah, um, but we have no desire to hear the twelve Journey hits ever. I mean, no. I mean, even Eddie and Murphy. I love Journey. Yeah, but same here. No desire. Yeah, yeah. And even Eddie Murphy had a big hit. Yes, I mean that yeah. just tells you party something. all the time, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. And then the one that's the big, uh, you know, m- most readers. Worst song of the '80s, "Starship." We built no, this city. I oh. totally disagree see, with exactly, that. Exactly, but uh. see, but some people think that's amazing. They, they love it. They love singing to it. Great, it's fun. So, song. you know, just so polarizing that song. The only apparently. time I like that song is when they would let you personalize the middle section where they're naming off, and you know, it's got the DJs talking yeah, right. over. Instead of a guitar solo, it's got yeah. the DJs. And I remember KKRD had one. <laughs> KKRD. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, that's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. three seconds of the song. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, the most awesomely bad songs ever. So, I don't know. I think, again, I think sometimes our memory is a funny thing. I think, I think so I named, while those are secular artists, there's a whole bunch on the same side on the Christian sure. side. Right? Yeah, right. That was like, oh, did we really play that stuff? Right. <laughs> you know, back then. Yeah. Okay, but I'll... I'll, I'll I'll play devil's advocate on that, and I'll throw it over to Dave because I know Dave's going to have an opinion on this. You're going to defend Millie Vanilli? Oh no! Oh, okay, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will not defend the indefensible. Um, so you said every era had music- singers, musicians yeah. that were great and that were not so great. Yeah, I feel like at least our era, eighty-five to ninety-five, had singers and musicians that were even if we didn't 
necessarily like their music. At least they were distinctive. Right. I feel like everything's so auto-tuned and gridded now that when I hear a song, like, okay, great example, the Danny Gokey song, that Love God and Love People thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's okay. It's fine. Whatever. Then, for some odd reason, the algorithm on YouTube suggested to me that I should watch the live in the studio version okay. of Love God and Love People. It's like, oh, a live band. No click track. Right. No auto tune. There's talent here. Okay, he's a really good singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not my favorite song, but yeah. that's okay. At least he's got talent. The only time I know distinctively the artist, and I've been listening now for two years, that I that I can name right away is Lincoln Brewster. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, a guitar solo. Oh, right. yeah, for sure. Lincoln Brewster. <laughs> yes. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. everybody else yeah. is cookie cutter. Right. I had I was listening to a Christian station today, and I was getting ready. I got home, getting ready to turn off the radio. I'm like, oh, Lincoln Brewster, I love this song. Yeah, mm. and because and and the only reason I know it is it'll be Caleb, and I'm I'll be my kids will be singing, and I'll be half listening, and then I hear a guitar solo, yeah. and I'll think, oh, Lincoln Brewster, because yeah. literally the guitar solo in this music at this moment is dead except as a guitar solo except for Lincoln Brewster. He's the right. only one doing solos yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So he thinks he's back in Steve Perry's band in Apparently. 1993. So yeah. He's great. But, or, or he's like you know Dan Huff everywhere. Yeah. yeah he is, he like, is kind of everywhere. It's like you can start picking that out. Dan Huff right, right. there. So I feel like um, I can pick up an album that I didn't necessarily know that Dan Huff played on and hear the guitar solo and think oh that's good. That has got to be Dan Up. Yes. And sure enough, I'll go look it up on Discogs. Yeah, or, and there it is. And there it yeah. is. Now, I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like we've taken all of the distinctiveness out of. The, again, stuff on the big stage. Right. Love right. way. Yeah. The distinctive stuff is lingering somewhere. Down below, that, yeah. See, I agree it's, with that, and that's what I'm saying. I think if you were just listening to the stuff that was on, and I can't remember the Dallas station with John, that you would think that's all there is to CCM at that time, right? Too, when there was so much more, I mean, right. there's so much more under the surface down there. You know, all the great Tommy riffs and all the great Dan Huff solos mm-hmm. and all the great Chris McHugh drums and all the things that Charlie Peacock would tap into and Brown Bannister would tap into and that whole um, ethos is dead, though. That whole thing's dead. The studio musician distinctive, where they would come in and add their special sauce. Yes. That's dead. Yeah. I yeah. think that is so gone. And that's gone from, quote-unquote, secular music, too. Yeah. True. Yeah. You don't you don't hear a new song on the uh, on the radio and think, oh, that Billie Eilish song has a Steve Lukather guitar <laughs> solo. <laughs> yes, right. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. 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 So, you know, right. it's right. that that studio scene is... Yeah, I agree. It's so yeah. gone. In the, yeah, the, in the abundance of technology and yeah. how we can just send stuff now from California to New York Hong Kong. so easily. Right. Yeah. And, and, and everybody, everybody. That, yeah, Hong Kong. Yeah, true. I always say the best thing about music today is that any doofus with a computer yes. can make their own album. Yep. Yes. The worst thing about music today is any doofus yes. with a computer yep. can make their own album. Right. And a YouTube channel. And YouTube channel. Yeah. And so if you've got a just an insane amount of talent and skill and artistry, then this is the golden age for you. Yes. Why is it our tools are so great and our product is so bad? Right. At least on the high level. At least Maybe on the... Maybe a little bit of laziness. Relying on the tools too much. Well, and we've got gatekeepers that won't let any of the stuff rise up from the lower decks. Yeah, Mm -hmm. true. I mean, that's the thing that kills me is, is... there is music out there that's creative and thoughtful. I just listened to the choir's new album today. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was going to bring that up. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I just listened to the choir's new album. Yes. Um, and it's beautiful. It's it's two th- their last full length studio album is 2018. So that's three year three or four years ago, three years ago. But it's gorgeous, and but you can't sing it in church. No. It's about divorce, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the guitar work does sound like The Edge, but it's done really creatively and thoughtfully, and Derry Doherty's voice is just, I love oh, Derry's voice. I'm going to have to listen to it. So, yes. um, 
but I was there are at least two or three songs on there that easily could have gone. But you've got to pay attention. It requires you to, you know, like that song, that choir song. There's something wonderful about love. Um, the planet turned. Uh, I can't remember the lyric. Oh, it's talking about the planet turned one time, and it's you know, talking about a year. A year went by. The they're, the choir's lyrics aren't laying it out so easily for you that you completely understand what they're saying. You got to mm-hmm. dig, right? And so I think the average listener doesn't want to dig; they just want something positive and encouraging. Right? Yeah. Well, I want to go back a little bit because you brought up church music. Okay. And it also right. you can also talk about worship music because a lot of times they're one and the same. Mm-hmm. You hear a lot of the stuff you sing in church on the radio, and a lot of stuff on the radio you hear, you hear in church. My biggest complaint about the current state of a lot of this worship music is so much of it is, woe is me. Woe is me. I am going through this hard time. Life is hard. Woe Thank is me. You. Yes, and, and amen. It, I'm waving a white hanky so over here. It's just so depressing and so sad. If I wasn't a Christian and I heard this, I'm like, well, why do I want to be a part of that? Right, right. You know, we've gone through tough times our whole life. Right. But I feel like there's just so much of that that even in church we have to almost sing more of that kind of stuff rather than the upbeat stuff. Although there is upbeat stuff like you brought out, like sure. you mentioned. There's so much of the slow, depressing music that I think, why are we depressed? We should be the happiest people on earth. Right. We should be playing the most happy hopeful. music. The most hopeful. And my opinion is we just don't get a whole lot of that right now. Right. And I think I think that... Off something axis, my wife what's that uh, alert alert off axis <laughs> off axis, <laughs> axis. <laughs> you you hit on something my uh this this is my wife's pet peeve with k-love really Play, that whole genre um and that is um i'm a mess these she calls them i'm a mess songs oh, and okay. so um so and it's so what what ends up happening is the the lyrics start off i can't even believe you're still here lord if I, if I was you, I'd have given up a long time ago. Um, don't even know why you still love me. Right. You know, and they just keep yes. going. It's like, uh, <laughs> even when you're praising God for salvation, you're still talking about yourself all the time. Yeah. Because that's what you're doing. Right. You're Thank God for salvation, but if I were you, I'd have given up on me, 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 a long time ago. And, there's song- I'm, and I'm still a mess. And there's songs about heaven that sound like that. Right. I'm like, wait, should we, we be happy we're going to heaven? Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh boy, that, anyway, that I just is a to touch on that. Yeah, when you when you want, and that's been my. I mean, autobiographically, that's been my biggest change. I, 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 if if it's a modern song, it's getting before I'll add it to our repertoire of stuff that we do. I mean, our hymnal's sitting right over there, so that we use a hymnal. Mm-hmm. What are those? Right. Yeah, that's like a phone book these days. What's yeah. a phone book? Yeah. Um, but if we'll add something outside of that hymnal, um, I'm vetting it. If it's if it's current, I'm vetting it very very closely because mm. now it's not about just something I'm going to listen to on my iPod for entertainment. This is about the corporate body of Christ singing to God, and it's got to get up way higher than what's going to go in my earbuds. And so I that's that's just the pastor's that's my pastor rant for the right. moment. So mm-hmm. um and so that's why I mean thank God for Keith and Kristen Getty and you know they've added some good things but we don't we don't do even, any even of their music. Um we just we just don't. Yeah. It's 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 hard to sing for a lot of congregations and and um we haven't learned any all the songs in our hymnal, so we've still got a lot of stuff to do. But that's so true. The I'm a mess songs. I'm a mess. Yes, I'm a, a I'm a, just it. a complete mess. Right, <laughs> and and I'm broken. And yep. well, you're also a believer. You're also hidden in Christ. You're also yep. the recipient of great mercies. Let's talk about those. All right, let's sing about yeah. those. Here's a question I want to pose for you guys. Yep. I want your opinion on this because we haven't really talked about it. Why do you think? stations now like the big ones mm-hmm. or even the small ones because they're not doing this either why aren't christian stations playing the older stuff uh, and in every every other genre of music right whether it's country or pop or chr they always pay homage to the old songs they'll play the old songs and the new stuff but we just don't get that in christian music what do you guys think hmm 
good question. I, is it really, I think because secular music is, um, you, you grow up hearing it, whether you are a Christian or not, then this is just my theory. Okay. Then sometimes when you become a Christian, you're thinking, you know, I really not need to not listen to that junk. What can I change? What can I listen to instead? So I don't know that, you know, there's a certain point in, in your life maybe that you go, hey, I've stopped listening to this and I started listening to this. And that's so different for everybody mm-hmm. that they don't have that history of, there's no history anymore of that, you know, white heart songs that were great and right. the Petra songs that were great and so on and so forth. However, I agree. It's like, it would be nice to have some throwbacks. And I, I would, if I am running a station today, I would identify them that way. Yes. You know, that way you could say, hey, this is different. That's Okay. Yeah. But this is different than hey here's here's a throwback to 1980 something or 1990 something whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if we were running a station today, we'd be in trouble with a whole lot of record companies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Just, yes. They, they, yes. We did. What right. happened to all the old record companies? Yes. Um, yeah, no genre of music curates its oldies less than this genre. Yeah, yes. yeah for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. They just don't. Um, yeah, you know. My my boys love that song, Nobody by Casting Crowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the yep. Matthew, Matthew West, West on yeah. it. Right. Okay, so they one of them asked me, "Why doesn't this station? Play, why doesn't K Love play this anymore? Why don't I ever hear it? What they just said? Why don't I ever hear it anymore? Right, right." And my, I said it's an oldie. And of course, they're they're seven and nine. They don't know what an oldie yeah, is, yeah. so they they're, they're clueless. Yeah. But I chuckled to myself. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's over a year old. It's an oldie. Right. Yeah, it's getting it's, worse. Yeah, it's, five years gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, five years. Yeah. yeah. Five years is. Yeah. Five, you need dog years are even yeah, for shorter sure. than, than <laughs> CCM <laughs> That's years. True. You know, one year ago is equal to ten. It's just. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it, true. It very fast. Yeah. And it's just, and it, that just tells me how throwaway it is. If right. it's lasting. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter if it's twenty twenty one or if it's. Eleven twenty one. You know, mm-hmm. um, the the great books are the great books. The great music is the great music. Um, mm-hmm. So if it if your song is so throwaway that it's not worthy of hearing, a eight months later, twelve months, fifteen months later, it was never really that good to start with. It just wasn't. Yeah. Now there's a lot of junk from our era. Right. We all agree. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, I can. I'll be okay if I never hear that song again. Right. So, but some of it we hear tickles a nostalgia itch for us. Yeah. Oh, that was, I remember yeah. when I got saved and that was one of the first cassettes yeah. I bought. Right. And, you know, and then some of it is just great art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we got into that with Charlie Peacock. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be great art, whether it's 1991 or t- 2001 or 2021. Right. That was great art, and it stood the test of time. But a lot of this stuff, I think, is not going to stand the test of time. Yeah, I just, I just no, don't. Yeah, and even uh, again, when you listen to like the oldies stations and stuff like this that play the oldies of secular music, they're playing the same stuff over and over. Oh and yeah. Over. I mean, you've even said it's like, man, we find great to find some deep track type of stations. Yeah. Now the good news about today in this technological age is I can go on to Live 365 and I can go on the internet and go, oh, here's a quote unquote station mm-hmm. playing all my old stuff and they're throwing in some stuff that I haven't really heard much or right. mm, I'm, you know, I would normally I'd skip that, but it's kind of fun to be diverse like this. Sure. Yeah. And I love that that's available. And so you, you've hit on something too. It's like, why would you want a station when you can curate your own experience mm-hmm. through Spotify. Yeah. We're all That's fans of, of curated radio. Yeah. We'd like yeah. and I would love it if I would I, I'm 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 currently on my second three month trial of Sirius. They they te- they emailed me, We want you back. We'll give you another <laughs> three free months. Okay, okay great. I'm so back. I'm back on. But there's still no classic no CCM station yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah. And so what better place to have one? You've got niche stations all over the place on that thing. Right. right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have one? Yeah. Hey, uh, Sirius XM, if you're listening, the three D's will come <laughs> on your station. That's right. And curate a classic CCM station just for you. And it's funny, I think And it will be amazing. Yes. It's funny, I think some have tried 
So I tried to listen to one of, I'm not going to name it, but one of the bigger stations, throwback stations. Mm-hmm. And it was, this, again, it was the same stuff over and over, over and over. Like, right. Where yeah. is the right. Susan Ashton out of the gray? You know, a little for me, a little more real musician y yes. type of music. Yeah. I have a theory why that is. <laughs> okay. Because I listen to that same station. Yeah. Because you turned me on to it. Okay. So, yeah. And then we both turned off about right, a week later. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't last that long either. After about the fifth time I heard some artists, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like for the umpteenth time. Yeah. Um, the main station, that, that playlist is massaged to death. Mm-hmm. It's very fussed over. Yeah. That station, that classic station, felt to me like we'll just throw a bunch of stuff into a musical hopper and hit shuffle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not curating. Yeah. That's not massaging. That's not a recipe for success. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about is getting in there and being really fussy with the day parting. Being really fussy with what's played when, mm-hmm. being really fussy what with follows what, what follows what, yeah, and just and who follows who, and who follows who, and why follows why, and well, curating and, it. Sorry, and I was going to say, and I have to defend the radio guys because I guarantee you that that's a job that was thrown onto somebody that's doing about yep. ten other jobs. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we need to get this streaming station up here. Will you just take care of it? And yeah. this guy's like, I don't have time to do that because yeah. I got to do this. And I don't and even know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Yep. And so you're right. He probably just found a you know a bunch of old stuff, threw it in a folder, and said, "All right, there you go." You are a hundred percent right. That is exactly it. And so, Sirius XM, if you're listening again, the three (laughs) Ds will curate this thing to death and make you tons of, well, not money, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) listeners, got our zero dollar budget. It'll be awesome. Yeah, it would be great. So a little uh, as we wrap this up here, getting close anyway. That. I want to go back a little bit of my journey too. When I moved to 2005, up to Kansas City, and then, like you said, really about that time is when these streaming services started because mm-hmm. I didn't have anything at that point. When I was up there, I was like, "Oh, I am really missing some good class, you know, CCM or Christian." What about music. your CD collection? What happened to that, Dan? Oh yeah, uh, that was uh, let's see, Hugh. Hugh, yeah. Hugh, Hugh, never going to see them again. Hugh, oh, yeah, okay. took him from shame me. on that Hugh, guy, yeah. gone, gone. So then I had to go get one of those giant MP3 players, mm-hmm. and yeah. I would download stuff to one of those things, like right. a little brick on my hip. <laughs> and then I came out. Oh, uh, I, the first streaming station I listened to was Ardio. I don't know if you remember Ardio, that. Yep, R-D-I-O. I had a subscription. No. <laughs> yeah, I had a subscription. I did too. Really? Yep, yep. And then I heard everybody was switching to, or Spotify was the biggest one. So then I went there. And I, was, I went to I've Mog. Been there in between. There was one called Mog. Mog. Yep. I went to Ardio, Mog, and then Spotify. I love Mog. Yeah. Oh wait, that was Mod. I'm sorry. Was, yes, uh, Mod. <laughs> the, yeah. Yes. So uh, I. So yeah, I went to Spotify, and then like you're saying, I've really kind of curated my own. And I thought I think Spotify is doing a decent job, not mm-hmm. a great job, but decent job of hey, if you like this artist, you might like this artist too. Right. And I've found a lot of down the rabbit holes yeah. uh, artists. Um, so I'm just gonna throw out some some that you might not have heard of, or maybe you have heard of. And okay. I'll start with the ones that probably you have heard of, okay. and then we'll start going to ones that maybe you haven't. Because I just want to throw out that um, I think there's still a lot of good. Um, it's it's good out there. Okay, uh, but you got to find it. So we're we're rounding the curve toward home. Yes, we're rounding third base toward home. So we're going to get into what we found that still has the whole CCM ethic, but kind of yeah. flying under the radar. There you go. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I've got some albums after yep. you do the I artists. Okay, okay, great. I've got some. So good. in fact, I just did just to see what everybody else said. I did a quick search on the internet. <gasps> over I've heard you know, of this? Yeah, you have the uh, information uh, super high. The answer to everything. Okay, and uh, came up. You know, w- current creative Christian music and every list I found was different. Huh. <laughs> I mean, they, there wow. was like hardly anybody's listing the same stuff. Interesting. And then there was those that were listing some stuff that I agree or agree with. It's like, Oh yeah. See, I, I, this list, I've listened to all these. I like this. Um, but let me start. So going back to like 2000 ish, you know, jars of clay, audio adrenaline newsboys is still going mm-hmm. now. They're not going like they were. And I happen to believe that, some of the best albums from Newsboys and stuff or Audio Adrenaline or Jars of Clay are just beyond our reach in 1995. Uh, totally agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like 2002, Newsboys Thrive. Yeah. I really Great liked album. the album. Yep. I mean, Cornelius. They're doing a song yes. about Cornelius. 
Wow. It's so fun. It's a great album. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fat of the Land, John Woo. I mean, super creative yeah. uh, music. Um, and then you get a little further past, and then artists like Chris Rice, The Afters, Mike's Chair. I thought they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I'm still a big fan of Mercy Me. Yeah. I really like Mercy Me. But the stuff you don't that you hear on the K-Loves of the world, that's not the stuff I like. Ah. I actually like the stuff that's not on there. Gotcha. The I'm deeper like, cuts. Well, yeah, I'm deeper you, cuts, and I'm like, ooh, really like these. And in fact, so then I put them in my Spotify playlist. Okay. So I got my own. Yep. Um, let's see. Be- Bebo Norman for a while. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Camp still out there. Um, you know, inventive, but also pretty mainstream rock. Sean McDonald. So I, I keep going. I'm going to keep going. So then I, then I get into the rocky, the more rocking stuff. So I also owned a business up in Kansas City when we moved up there. And again, I was just thirsting for some good Christian music and uh, just didn't know where to find it. It stumbled upon uh, Thousand Foot Crutch ah. and um, Falling Up and these kind of artists and then just played them over and over and over in my headphones. Mm-hmm. While I was back in the back room washing dishes till two in the morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, because I'm like, I got to keep some, I have something to keep me going. Yeah. So I've listened to them. I like I like them a lot. Family Force Five recently, super creative. Uh, that's Jerome Olds' kids. Oh, is that right? Does that huh. is really that whole group? Jerome Olds. There's yeah. a wow, that's AC a name artist. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah, but they're way not Jerome Olds. Oh, yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> they're <Yeah>. so different. <laughs> um, super Chick had some amazing stuff. Oh, Super Chick was great. Oh yeah. Super, uh, Pod Fireflight Sanctus Real. In fact, I brought some of those yeah. back up. I put them on a playlist. I was like, oh. Really like now, Sanctus Real is another one that their first two or three albums were just oh, right, yes. just popping, and then they had to get more airtime on exactly. radio playable, uh, and it kind of all faded, yeah, right? Um, Tate from Michael Tate from DC Talk, yeah, he came up with the two albums that were just they're Tate, pretty good, just and Tate. I thought they were pretty good, yep, um, great music on his debut MT album, um, and then Steve Taylor is. Still doing stuff. Is that 2014, right? 2014, 2016, uh, Steve Taylor and the Perfect Foil. Mm. Very alternative, but I, you know, I sent you a couple, mm-hmm. and I like them. I still play them <laughs> over yeah. and over. Uh, Matt Carney, Switchfoot, yes. huge. And I think they do a good job of getting into some subjects that aren't so... Yeah, they you do. Know, yeah. Uh, uh, Toby Mac, of course, still going strong. Like oh, crazy. yeah. Yep. All right, so another artist that... Talk about... Uh, creative and very interesting, Reliant K, and mm-hmm. they came out with a song you'd never hear on the radio, but it's called Deathbed. Oh, wow. And it's an 11-minute, basically, rock opera song Okay, about a guy's journey through his life, and now he's on his deathbed. Wow. And it, it gets to the end of the song, and it almost brings me to tears. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's it's, But it's very different. I mean, changes in tempo, mood, this little jewelry case kind of chime sound ukulele horns and then oh. ukulele yeah uh-huh. everywhere in there can't beat a good ukulele that's yeah. that's actually or pronounced. the wah-wah guitar ukulele <laughs> yeah uh for king of country i think at least recently need to breathe brandon heath had some good stuff that you know touched on things like leaving eden where it talks about you know the teacher has his bible but can't bring it to school mm. you know i'm like oh well that's an interesting but she's you know she still has a job yeah and then you know, it's like oh that's an interesting commentary right um drew holcomb and the neighbors well ellie holcomb yeah brown banister's daughter yeah that's mm-hmm. right and they're still doing some good stuff yep. one of my favorites is mute math yes they're not doing stuff anymore but i thought super creative they had a whole album called play dead and it was just songs about death right and suicide wow. and people getting cancer in their last days and their journey right and i'll i'll take you hand by hand as you go to heaven i mean it's it's like that doesn't sound positive and encouraging <laughs> no not positive <laughs> and then now rap is huge nowadays right just even secularly so as well, i have heard as well as my kids okay they, you know love rap and there's some amazing christian artists right now with rap i mean nf Andy Minio, KJ52. Lecrae. Uh, yep, Lecrae, huge. Gavi, Tadashi, Derek Miner. Um, so anyway, so just some of those out there that I think there's still, in fact, there's no, there's never, to me, there's so much diversity, 
but you you do you have to go find it's it. Lurking it's below. lurking down right. below in some down cases, below. and then there, every now and then it does pop up. Yeah, and you go, oh, that's yep. different. Right. Oh well, I got to go find more of that. Right. And now I can get on Spotify. Right. And go find it. Now the only thing I don't like about Spotify is all the liner notes we always love to reference. Know. Yes. And even then, I try to find the liner notes like on Discogs. Like, who played the bass on this? I have no idea. Maybe right. nobody. I don't know. Some 13-year-old in their bedroom <laughs> yeah. with a yes. right. keyboard yes. bass. Yes. But even if you buy the album now, a lot of times the liner notes are years in depth. What are albums? Well, vinyl's back. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. And hotter than ever. And hotter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. who do you have, Dave? Oh, okay, so these are just albums okay. you know, right. that, that yeah. I recommend a lot. I'll start in no particular order here. Um, I like them all, but Mercy Me did one back in 2006 called Coming Up to Breathe. Yes. And it's my favorite like it. by far. Like it. It's, uh, they said they set out to make their own freedom. And uh, referring to Whiteheart's Freedom. Wow, okay. And this is actually produced by Brown. I was going to say, was Brown yeah. a part? Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was really good. Um, really so Long good. Self was the radio hit. So wait a minute. That Mercy Me paid homage yeah. to a previous generation CCM album. Right. What a weird concept. Uh, and get this. So when Whiteheart did their 30th anniversary of Freedom a couple of years uh-huh. ago, guess who introduced them on stage? Let me guess. Yes. Mercy Me. Bart Millard. Yes. Bart from, from Mercy Me, yep. Imagine oh. that. See, now that's the kind of thing that we're right. talking about. Yes. Yeah, coming up to breathe. Now, the funny thing is, though, too, the radio hit was not my favorite. I yeah, like, the, same I like here. the rest of it. Right. I mean, uh, well, yeah. I love no Mercy more, Me. No, no More, No Less is one of my favorite oh, songs. fantastic. On that. Yeah. But with Mercy Me, and I love them. The radio hits tend to be woe is me songs. Ah, uh, okay. And like fit that. for the formula, really. Right. And bring like you know. bring the rain. That was a radio hit off of this. It's it's about, you know, I'm going through this, it's awful type of thing. But like you said, Dan, mm-hmm. you listen to the rest of their stuff. You know, um uh, no like you said, No More No Less is great. Hold fast is a great mm-hmm. song. But yeah, Derek, if you haven't heard that, okay. Listen to that. So another, homework. another one of theirs, because they just kind of fell off the radar for me after that. I tried, but I just couldn't get into him. A friend of mine said, "You got to listen to the new Mercy Me in 2017 called Liver." Yes, and I'm like, "Really?" He says, "Yeah." And this oh, is a guy I trust. Yeah, he has our taste. He loves mm-hmm. the old stuff, and it is fantastic. It's one of my favorites, Liver. Yeah. Yep. So okay. there's another more, right there. more homework. Uh, see who else here? Uh, Skillets, their comatose album in 2006. That was one when I heard the songs on the radio. Yes. That I'm like, wow, who is this? Yeah. And they did songs about hard subjects, mm-hmm. you know. So comatose from. And again, that's another one. When you yep. listen to just the radio ones, if you dig deeper, there's some way better stuff yeah. there on that. So album. whose fault is that? Is that the radio, or is that the radio promotions guy back at the or gal back at the record company, or yes. both, it's or the record or, company. or maybe when it first hit you, because uh, you mentioned this before, when it first hit you, it was like that's amazing, and then uh, they play it so often, you're like, okay, now nah, we're right. so crispy. I don't even want to hear this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's right. like like we were just actually I think oh, talking yeah. before we got on about Journey, mm-hmm. right? And it's like I don't hear all those Journey songs right again. Yeah. ever again. But I love the rest of them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I do not need to hear "Don't Stop Believing" ever again. Yeah. No. Yeah. A couple other albums I love here: Nicole Nordman from 2002, Woven and Spun. She is um, just a wordsmith, kind of a modern. I mean, I, I don't know who to really equate her to, hmm. but just a beautiful so- singer songwriter. Uh, 2002's that album. I love Toby's first two albums, mm-hmm. Extreme Days. I think is my favorite. It's just so raw and just so in your face, and like I can't believe this is on a Christian label. Wow, you know, just great stuff. Um, what else? You brought up Chris Rice. Love Chris Rice. So unique during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, songs yeah, like Smell of Color Nine. Yeah, Smell of Color oh. Naive or Clumsy so or Drinking Coffee. Yeah. I mean, just really interesting songs. Watermark is great. Uh, a little bit newer. I like Zach Williams. I think he's very, uh, very talented. And then I'm a big fan of the, I say new band, We the Kingdom, but they're the patriarch of that family has been in music for 30 years producing and playing a lot on a lot of the stuff we love and okay. cash okay but we the kingdom holy water that came out in 2020 that's a fantastic album to listen to that's a covid well. album yeah that's just some recommendations yeah um mine okay so i'm yeah, again so. and this is where you i have some i do yeah. i have a few yeah this is where i'm I, I i'm i'm so so i've gone in such a different direction when i quit radio in 93 or whenever it was I really didn't do a whole lot with Christian music after that. Mm-hmm. So my blind spot is in our 
window is going to be from like 93, 94, 95. Mm. Um, I like a few things Mm -hmm. in there, but, um, and I really never have never come back to Christian music, contemporary CCM as big as you guys have. Um, If I'm going to put something on at home, if I'm in kind of just a fun mood, I'll, I'll put on journey, not the hits, (laughs) something other than the hits. Um, I mean, I love all the arena rock bands from back then. Survivor, Journey, REO, Giant, if you go forward a few years into the the 80s. Um, But mostly, Dan calls my music spa music. I love kind of ambient music like that. But things I have discovered that I really love, at the very, very top is Andrew Peterson. He has picked up the mantle that Rich laid down when he passed. And I think he does it better than Rich. I think he does it Mm. better than Rich because he has a richer life palette to draw from. Rich never married. Rich never had kids. When you marry and you have children, that changes you. It broadens your horizons. Um, Andrew's married and has two or three kids. And so he's got a broader life palette. And he's he's now lived, I I think he might be... As, at the age, and I think he might be older than Rich when he died. So um, I think he has um, picked up what Rich did and actually improved on it. So wow. I know that's going to be heresy to some people. I don't think there's anybody finer working in Christian music, contemporary Christian music right now, than Andrew Peterson. Lyrically, um, musically, it uh, doesn't quite match the lyrical brilliance, but it's it's great. It's it's very good. So Andrew's going to be at my very tip top. Um, kind of why one B is Fernando Ortega, who I think does beautiful mm-hmm. um, work. Um, his album Storm is great. Um, he did a self titled album that's that's very good. Um, and then he has an album. Uh, it's so oh, it's called Beneath Beneath Thy Wings or. Uh, a Shadow of Your Wings, Hymns and Sacred Songs, 2006. It's a great album. Um, that's uh, that's a great one. Tommy Sims's solo album, his only solo album uh, on a Christian label, Peace and Love from 2000. Phenomenal. So mm-hmm. good. Okay. Um, so that's, those are, um, those are some of the biggies. Um, everybody that kind of runs in that Andrew Peterson orbit, the whole rabbit room, Rabbit Room is kind of an artist collective that he started, but Jill Phillips is great. Andrew Osinga is great. Um, those are two that I can think of that are that are just excellent. Um, what about Five Iron Frenzy for you guys? Did you ever like Five Iron Frenzy? Not so much. Really? I, I haven't heard him. Okay. I've heard of them. Yeah. Okay. Never do much to you? No. I thought they were funny. Yes. The, the, the yes. album titles were hilarious. Yes. Our newest yeah. album ever was, yeah. I think, yeah. one of their... Yeah. their <laughs> and then they did a whole um, kind of rock opera on These Are Not My Pants. Yeah, okay, yes. So, okay. Yes, so that one was funny. <laughs> so, um, but those are my biggies. Um, Andrew, um, Fernando, and and those are probably the two biggies that I'll, I'll still listen to. Um, but all the other people, I'm not keeping up with them at all, um, yeah. other than just what I hear on the mothership, you know, <laughs> Caleb, right, <laughs> the Death Star, and Death one other one I want to throw out there. I forgot. Dogs of Peace. Dogs of Dogs Peace. Dogs of Peace came out just at the end, and that's um, ninety six. Jimmy Slos and Gordon Kennedy. Yep. And then they did another one in twenty sixteen. I think somewhere in there. Sixteen Their or seventeen. Album, sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. Okay. I thought uh, that's one where the first four songs are right up my alley. Mm-hmm. The rest of them kind of they're very creative, right, and very alternative, right. Doesn't quite speak to me as much right. but okay. no doubt it's creative yeah <laughs> no doubt and all of yeah. our maybe to wrap this up yeah. all of our favorite artists have kind of exited the scene yeah haven't they yeah white heart yeah um i mean they're for sure doing but not as white not as white heart petra's right. probably on their last legs yeah i think there's, there's like two iterations of petra right, right there's right now. Yeah, yeah there's several yeah um like you said, newsboys are still going on. Is that right? Yes. Audio adrenaline. Yep. Adrenaline, not. Not no. okay. But we haven't gotten anything new from Susan Ashton in a long time. No. Stevie mm. Curtis obviously still going. Yeah. Michael's still going. Amy's still going. Yep. Um, but a lot of our favorite, you know, Charlie's kind of pivoted into producing mm-hmm. and 
doing other things. So a lot of our favorites are just yeah. we got the old stuff and that's it. That's it. Yep. yep. And for me, it kind of boils down to at the end of at the end of all this is the good news is kind of kind of what you said earlier. The good news is there's a lot to choose from. Mm-hmm. The bad news is there's a lot to choose there's from, and you really have to go find it yep. at yes. this point. So again, if you're one of those that just listen to the big three. You know, you can start there. I get it. But if you really want to dig, you can get on Spotify and dig. Yeah, absolutely. Or, there you or, go. Or, or get on just YouTube even sometimes. And here's like, here's my other plea. I wish more record companies would let the artists have their music back so they could put it on Spotify. And there's so many albums that I wish from our classic yes. time mm-hmm. that aren't out there. And I know good and David well. David the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Missing. Right. Completely missing from Spotify. Uh, is it Halo or Liaison that aren't Halo. on there? Halo. Halo's not on there. Yeah. Um, there's four or five of them. That, uh, Kim Hill's Braveheart. How is that not on Spotify? Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. And I know if Kim Hill had her druthers, she'd have it on Spotify. Oh, yeah. And so she could get her checks for $1.19 from <laughs> royalties every <laughs> yes, month. Right. Yes. But at least she would have yes. you know, her legacy out there for people to hear. Yeah. It's the record companies. Come on, mm. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that just frustrates there's a, there's me. There's a couple of Russ Taff albums missing too. Right, there? the way home Alpha. is not on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And that might be the biggie. The way home's not on there. Yeah. There's that's one we should do a podcast on. Is albums we wish were on streaming services. So, so. if you're out there, on Spotify, there's lots of us that are you know gonna come I think request it's the, these. It's the record I companies. Mean, I George, Lynn, Greg, Ricky, Corey, Kevin, Stewart. You know who you are because you're listening. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna. F- we're going to go get him. Right. We're going to find you. We're going to we'll get you. We'll find you. We will find you. <laughs> <laughs> and then then what? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> <It is. laughs> but okay. So did we kind of hit on everything? I, I think we, had we a did. Good so. discussion. Thank yeah. you, sirs. That was oh, fun. bad news. We weren't recording the whole time. Oh, that's all right. Uh, oh, that's still fun. Uh, start over. Start now start over. All your bag of tricks. Now. Yep. Got to do it again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, yeah. Reaching out. Thank you again so much to people who have commented or listening. Steve. Steven. Joshua and Jonathan recently mm-hmm. yep. uh, I've done some stuff so again thank you for listening commenting and we love to hear it and we love to think oh yeah hey we'd love to do something like that so uh, it's been fun and uh, talk to you next time yeah see you let's chat again soon mm-hmm.